Hi everyone, it's Marilyn Aloria and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? We all know I want to say the podcast from Mark Wellington. Anyway, I will stop that joke eventually, probably the next episode because it's getting boring and tiring. I am excited to talk with you today, um, but before I talk to you, I want to just share a couple of things that are happening and going on. I would love for you to join us in the pod party. If you haven't listened to the last pod party about Claire audience, um, definitely go back into the episodes and check that out. It'll say pod party, Claire audience and readings. And I'm going to be doing more of those. So definitely come go to marilynaloria.com forward slash party, P-A-R-T-Y forward slash party and join us on the pod party. The next one I believe is already um, booked and that's going to be on Claire Cognizance, which is a very interesting gift to teach. So I'm going to be doing a little bit of teaching on that and then doing some more readings because I enjoy doing readings. And in my readings, I teach you how to listen to them and really learn from them. If you don't get your question answered by me directly, you still get your questions answered and then so much more comes through. And you're like, oh my goodness, I didn't even know I had that question and now I have it. And it's really cool. Um, I want to talk to you about a few things that are going on in my life and I want to share them with you and I want to do some teaching tools. I want to teach you some things about guides and about the different clairs and why the clairs are so important that to talk to your guides, why you need them. Some of the misnomers out there that just drive me friggin' insane with how people teach this information and teach this work. And then I want to talk about growing a business and creating a business and whether you want to create a business or not, I suggest you listen to this podcast because what I've learned in my life is when I learn things that are not in my wheelhouse, like I'm taking a dog training class right now. I don't want to be a dog trainer. I'm just learning how to train my dog because we have broken a little bit of trust between us and we are working with a behaviorist who's teaching me a whole other level of dog training. And through those classes, I'm learning so much about myself and so much about my business and so much about my life and where I want to go and what I want to do that it's such an incredible class to take. So I really want to invite you to learn things that are not necessarily in your wheelhouse. And what I mean by your wheelhouse is, okay, I'm a psychic medium. Um, I teach people around the world how to communicate with their guides and how to open up to their psychic gifts and how to really um, learn how to use their own body and their own instrument. Well, and I'm taking a dog training class and you may see a correlation there or you may not, or I may be taking a, I'm taking a, um, marketing class, or I'm thinking about taking an Ayurvedic thing for six months and learning about Ayurveda again, because I really like it. I love learning. And the more that I put myself out there and I learn different things, the more that people I teach really benefit because I'm able to take skills and uh, techniques and tools and information and education. And I put, I take it and make it my own thing and I teach it to other people. And it becomes a really powerful experience for one, for me as a teacher and two, for my students. The other thing that happens with me when I teach is a lot of it comes directly from my guides. And by opening myself up and learning new things, I become expansive. I become um, just it's broader and wider. And my box, I don't like boxes, you know, I can't stand friggin' boxes. So the boxes just get like broken down and there is no friggin' box. And I'm able then to lean into the limitless information that my guides have to offer me, which is really magical and amazing. So I want you to listen to this episode and see what it is that you need to learn from it. So before we move into it and before I share what's going on in my life and why I want to share it with you, um, I want you to think about uh, certain areas in your life you really would like to see change. I want you to just think about that now because as you go on this journey with me, 
I want you to see what comes forward and gives you information and what you need to change and what you need to possibly do in order to see shifts in your life. So I've shared with you how focused I am on really shifting and changing and expanding and growing. And I've gotten really um, uh, clear with myself uh, about things that I need to do and things I need to stop doing. I'm continuing to get clear, I should say, because it's not always clear in the moment what it is that you need to stop doing in order to move the needle forward. And what do you need to start doing in order to, you know, really uh, move things forward? Sometimes it's not that clear. Sometimes you need somebody else to reflect it back to you. But I'm really open right now to like changing and shifting and growing and evolving and living my fullest experience of my life. And I offer this up to you, no matter what age you're at, to really invite that in with ease and grace. I always say with ease and grace because I, um, I'll explain that in a second. Um, because no matter what age you are, you can live your best possible life. And that's something that I really had to come to terms with in myself because I'm in my mid fifties and there were parts of me that was grieving certain things that didn't happen. And I was like, why didn't they happen? What happened? Like what, what, what went on that certain things didn't happen for me in my life? And spirits like we would talk through it in certain choices that I made that maybe didn't bring those things to fruition because I was maybe doing something that wasn't the best thing for me or whatever it was. They never make you feel bad about anything. They just teach you. And then the the biggest lesson they woke me up with was, well, what if you had your best life yet now? What if you continue? What if you just created the most amazing life you could possibly have from this moment forward? And I was like, yeah, it's not too late. So I invite you to try that on for size that it's not too late. And what is it that you would really like to create in your life? What is it that you would really like to have? And don't deny that. Many times we deny that in ourselves, you know, to ourselves. We're like, no, we can't have that. We're too old or we need to lose 10 pounds first or um, we we needed to have better parents. Whatever the story is we tell ourselves, right? Get out of the friggin' story and really think about what it is you would love to create in your life. So take a moment now and just breath is so important when you're connecting with your guides and you're connecting with your psychic gifts. And take a couple of nice breaths and I'll do this with you. Think about what you desire. See an image of it. What is it that you really desire? How does it feel to see that? Now I'm going to ask you to take it further. You already have this thing. You have it. Imagine you have it. What would be the next thing you would want? What would be the next thing? That's hard sometimes to think about. But you already have this thing that you desire. What would be the next thing that would want to show up or that you would want? Spend some time with that now as we breathe. Can you see it? What does it feel like? 
And if you can't see it, don't worry about it because sometimes that becomes difficult. Just feel into the energy of like, wow, I could have even more than this thing. What does that feel like? Okay. Now, I want to talk to you about things that I've been talking about with um, Sacred Stories Publishing, which is the uh, company that is publishing my book, the um, Common Sentience series. I'm part of that. I'm one of the authors. And my book is about guides. And Ariel, who is the publisher, the editor, has been interviewing me on different topics, and my guides have been answering them. And I've shared this with you already, but if you didn't hear that, let me share it again on this episode. And it's been quite a profound experience for me because she asks really great questions. She's also having an incredible journey herself. And she's sharing pieces of her journey with me as we're talking with my guides about um, who are guides and how do you communicate with guides and why is it that they care so much about us and all these amazing questions she's revealing and asking from her own experience right now in her life. And today we had this really magical moment today where she had this absolutely incredible experience. And I know she won't mind me sharing this. I'm not going to share her experience, but this part of it. And it led to this incredible conversation with my guides as to where guides are present in these really special moments in our life. So as I've been talking with her about the way I teach and how I get people to really communicate with their guides, communicate to the universe. Your guides could be God, it could be the universe, it could be your higher self, it could be all of the above. Um, there are many different types of guides, and you'll have to read the book in order to read my take on all of this, but I'll share some of it. But as we're talking about like our guides and what they are, she was talking about an experience that happened in our life that was truly uplifting and incredible and brought her to tears. Have you had those experiences? And then she asked, is that my guides or is that just the universe presenting something? And I said, well, it depends on what you relate to. Do you relate to your guides? Do you relate to the universe? And if you really relate to both, then it's both. So it's really up to you as an individual to decide who do you feel brought that information to you? And I explained to her how I work with my guides, how they are an inner circle and they are my bridging to everything else in this world. So I definitely believe in God. I believe in the universe. I believe in the stars. I believe in other planets and planetary beings. And I have many different belief systems that all that, that is out there for me to give information. But that information gets funneled down into my guides and my guides present that information to me. It's not to say that I won't, there's one star in the sky that I have a definite communication with. Like it's not part of my inner guidance system, meaning inner guides. I mean, the guides that surround me and my inner circle, but it is a guide out there that just, I can look at it and just automatically feel a connection to it. But my guides are here as gatekeepers, as you will. There could be a gatekeeper guide, just one gatekeeper, but all my, and I do have one of those, but they're, my guides are here to like trickle in the information that's super important for me to make very powerful decisions in my life. So I had taught this before and I said this again to her about how everything in our life is information. And that information is revealing to us in every moment. 
what we need to do and what we need to stop doing in order to live our greatest aligned life. And our guides never, ever make us feel bad about anything. They love us unconditionally. So in order to have a very intimate, good relationship with your guides, I invite you into thinking that this is a relationship with someone who really unconditionally loves you. And when you go to them and you say to them, oh, you know what? I got really drunk last night and then I like had sex with this random dude and you're feeling really bad about yourself. What do you think your guides say? Do you think they're like, well, you're an idiot? No, they don't say that. Do you think they say, oh, you're a slut? No, they don't say that. Do you think they say, hey, boozy, maybe you should lay off the booze? They don't say that either. What they do is sit with you and converse with you about the experience. They'll sit there and they'll talk with you about, okay, without making you feel bad, um, let's talk about why that situation happened, how you're feeling about it today, what made you make that choice to do what you did, what do you want to do moving forward, how can you forgive yourself, how can you love yourself, and how can you maybe, how can you make better decisions moving forward so you don't feel this crappy right now again? That's what your guides do. And all of that happens in this incredible amount of love where you're really being seen and heard and accepted for who you are. Faults and all, they don't see it as faults. I've never heard my guide say, well, you know, that's a fault. You better get rid of that one. Hey, what's with the Brooklyn accent? Lose that one, bitch. They don't say stuff like that. You, you, you don't know that I have a history of many people making fun of my Brooklyn accent for many years and it used to bother me. Now I don't care. So I share all of this with you because I really want to invite you as I take you on this little journey today with me, I really want to invite you to experience your guides from this very loving, unconditional, amazing place. Absolutely incredible. So what's happening, and I can't get everything into this particular episode of what is being revealed in this book. And again, I'm going to definitely say, uh, I haven't seen the book. We'll see what happens and how it's written. But I know that the conversations that Ariel and I are having are really profound and magical and incredible and amazing. And I'm not just saying this because like, it's really not me guys. It's my guides. I'm just this channel that's bringing this information forward. I just, I'm like, wow, you know, it's everything I believe and what they believe and how you can have such a great relationship with your guides using your intuitive psychic gifts and communicating with the universe and living an aligned life. Because they're my guides. What they teach is the goal is that you're living from your soul, that you're living completely aligned with your soul. So I was having this experience with um, Ariel today, and it was really quite beautiful and amazing and incredible. And I want to share with you the importance of Claire's and give you a little bit, uh, probably a little tidbit in each Claire's that I teach on how you can open up to them and, and really communicate with them. Why are the Claire's important? Let me first go on a soapbox. Somebody had written me, and I talked about this before, I think it was like six months ago, and she's in one of these antiquated mediumship circles that you're only uh, a medium when you're talking to deceased people. I, me, For me, mediumship and, and channeling is interchangeable. Now, you can decide whether those mediums, I call them antiquated mediums, and I have a very strong opinion about it, but you may decide, no, you know what, Marilyn, it works for me. That's great. I applaud you. I really don't have an issue with it. For me, it doesn't work. It's a boxed up formula that keeps me in a friggin' box. You already know how I feel about boxes. I do not like boxes. 
And it doesn't work for me. I was around those people and I'm like, holy mackerel, man, that's a narrow-minded way of thinking and a narrow-minded way of teaching. And I saw what students, how they struggled with that type of teaching. So me, for me, mediumship and channeling are interchangeable. I like medium because it just feels really resonant with me and really good. So I can communicate when I'm doing a reading with someone, I am not taking their energy. I am not reading what they want to hear. I'm taking everything from my guides who are speaking to their guides. Now, if a deceased loved one comes in and gives me information, I'm taking it from the deceased loved one and giving it to the person in front of me. So that's why to me, mediumship and channeling is pretty much the same. Somebody else may have a different experience of that, but that's mine. So I had gotten this email about, well, so these, these antiquated mediums uh, separate psychic readings from medium readings. And they say, you're not doing mediumship if you're giving a future life reading. Bull. Bullshit. You're doing a psychic reading if you're not realizing where you're getting the information from, because you're basically probably taking it from the person you're reading. My medium psychic mediumship readings, which is about the future, a lot of the times, is not being taken from the person sitting in front of me. It's being taken from my guides. All the information is coming through from my guides, and my guides are speaking to their guides. So there's a very high level of information, which is why a lot of people that were um, getting readings from me didn't always know what I was talking about, and then it would be revealed later on, and they would come back and say, I've said this to you before. You were, I thought you were crazy, and then this came true. So I invite you to try that on for size. I invite you to understand in my perspective, in my teaching, that it's a very limitless, limitless conversation. It's There's so much infinite experience, information. You can't top it off. You just can't. It is so expansive that if you lean into that, lean into that right now, what would it be like to be able to be in such an expansive conversation that there's no limit to it? How does that feel? So this woman wrote me that, uh, that whole, that whole thing. I can't even get into that conversation because I just can't stand it. The psychic versus mediumship. But she said, um, they told me I can't use my psychic abilities in order to read a deceased person. And I was like, well, if you're seeing the deceased person, that's clairvoyancy. If you're hearing the deceased person, that's clairaudience. If you're feeling the deceased person, that's usually empathic ability, could be some sensing and knowing, uh, sensing, which would be clairsentience, which to me is intuition. I describe it differently. And if you're knowing a bunch about it, that's claircognizance. Those are your clairs. So if you're not engaging your clairs, how the heck are you talking to the dead person in the room? I don't understand that. So. The way that I want to teach you today is opening up your clairs is really powerful, very powerful, and it's needed. You can't communicate, in my opinion, to the plant, the tree, the star, the dog, the animal, the crystal, without using your clairs. Your clairs are, look, how we walk around the earth, right? If, if, if you know, we have all our senses, you're seeing, you're hearing, you're feeling, you're you're touching things, you're tactile, you're tasting things, you're smelling things. And that's how you experience the world. Well, to experience this other dimension, these other dimensions, because there's many of them, you're experiencing them through your psychic senses and through your physical senses too. You cannot negate your physical senses. That goes with it. So this is like a very intricate conversation that I'm not going to be able to get all of this in. 
and it w I wouldn't be able to get it all in at once. So um, if you want to see how I teach, you can go look at my website, MarilynAlori.com, and see how I teach. There's a lot of things there. And if there's a digital class that you like, you can put in the podcast coupon, podcast, and um, just write the word podcast, and you'll get a nice percentage off some of those digital classes. That's for the non-live uh, digital classes. So anyway, let's talk about the Claris for a second. So I was talking to Ariel about the Claris and the way that my guides teach the Claris, which I feel is um, really amazing, really incredible. At least it's been for me and the students that have studied with me. And I, they teach me that everything, my body is my instrument. So how I see, feel, hear, sense, and know, I need to know how I see, hear, feel, sense, and know, not um, sucky Sally, whoever you want to call them. So it's really important that you do that. Okay. So remember that intention we started out with in the beginning, right? That dream. Okay. See that dream. And even if you think you can't see it, see a portion of it. Matter of fact, do that now. Take like, oh, you have a magnifying glass and maybe like I'm out in nature in my thing. See a leaf. See the tree trunk or see like maybe you're in a room. See the color of the wall color of the floor, the color of the chairs. See something in that vision. That's clairvoyancy. Now say you close your eyes, right? And you can't see anything. What color are you seeing behind your lids? What shapes? What are you seeing? Everybody take their attention to behind their lids. What color are you seeing? I'm seeing left side is a little dark, light side, right side's a little light. Um, seeing like a circle on the right, up in the right corner. And then I'm seeing a little bit of like some dots, really tiny, minuscule dots. That to me is clairvoyancy, seeing. Everything is information. So what would that be saying to me? Not everything is black and white. Walk towards the light, make choices towards the light. The little circle in the right-hand corner is, it's probably, um, what it's showing me is that there's a smaller choice in the expansive world that you're living. There's something I need to put my focus on and intention on. And then the little pinpointed dots is showing me that every, because the left is the past for me and it's a little bit of dark, it's showing me that, and I know this, all the choices I'm making lately, they're really leading to a great place. Because I ask myself that constantly, get into asking yourself, Am I making good choices? And if you can't say emphatically yes, that you're making good choices, evaluate the choices you're making. Because our present moment is a sum of the choices we've made in the past. So you really want to be making very powerful choices right now to bring you to a very powerful place. Okay. So now see that vision. Close your eyes. And even if you can't see it, then focus on behind your eyes. Doesn't matter. And notice what you hear in your physical world. It may be just in your physical world, but with your physical world right now. What are you hearing? And that means in the world you're in right now, what are you hearing? I'm hearing silence. At first, when I was teaching, saying this to you, I was hearing my neighbors next door closing a door. And I thought, oh, well, I'm going to hear that because that's like very symbolic, closing a door, opening a door. 
but there was no noise at all. It was complete silence. And silence has a sound. So what does that mean for me? It means, what does it mean for you? Let me play with you guys. Whatever you heard, the physical sound you heard, guess what you think it means to you. What do you think your guides are trying to communicate with you through that sound? If it's a blower, a horn, what is, and the way that you could do this is the symbolic language of the soul, right? How do you feel about that sound? How do you feel about it? What do you think your guides are communicating to you through that sound? About your vision, walking towards your vision, making choices towards your vision. I'll tell you what mine are saying. Mine are telling me to pause. I have been, I, so you all know that I'm working on the 10Xing my life and there's so much opportunity is coming and presenting itself. It's amazing when you make that choice and you really make powerful choices towards it. And um, I am just, my schedule is much fuller than it normally is. And this is, I'm recording this on a Friday. So I usually do short days on Fridays. So I'll, um, I'm going to go play tennis and I'll play tennis tomorrow morning. And my dog training class on Sunday, but then I'll, I have a lot of free space. And Spirit's just reminding me to pause and take some free space because that's where the magic happens. That's where I get super clear and I have solutions and it allows it to drop in. It's not from the doing, doing, doing and keeping ourselves busy. It's from the, the quiet, the silence, the not doing. I may even like, I think, take a moment and sit out on my back deck in my bedroom. I love that deck. And just sit out there for a moment. So what was yours telling you? That's clear audience, clear hearing. Now I could take you into the vision and ask you to hear a sound, but we're not going to do that right now because I want to move on. So now I want you to close your eyes and see that vision. And for those of you who might be walking or doing uh, things that you can't close your eyes, you can still travel into your mind's eye while walking. I wouldn't do this driving because you really do have to pay attention. And I wouldn't do this if you're walking around hiking trails where there's cliffs and stuff. You want to be, you know, you want to be in a safe place if you're walking. And you can kind of go, I'm very good at, and I'm sure a lot of you are too, like this work has helped me to be very multidimensional in my everyday life. So I could be walking my dogs and going into a meditation with my eyes completely open, knowing where I'm walking and be in an inner meditation inside my head. And I'm sure a lot of you understand what I'm saying. So if you have to do this with your eyes open, it's fine. But I'm gonna do it with my eyes closed. I'm gonna take us, go into that vision, that thing. Seeing the stuff that you saw, the descriptive stuff. I'm seeing a leaf and the bark of a tree. I'm hearing the silence in my every in my life right now. And then I want you to answer this question. This is clairsentience to me, which lives in the third chakra. And people describe clairsentience different than I do. For me, it's intuition too. It's just sensing something. It's just sensing like what you feel. That's not about an emotional feeling. It's about, it's about like, what is your intuitive feeling about this? Are you on the right path? Are you far away from it? What do you intuitively feel about how far you are from this experience that you desire? Answer that question first. I'm going to give you another question. 
Okay. And if you're far away from it, just know that that's information that you have to start shifting some things to get closer. If you're close to it, that's information. Keep doing what you're doing. Now, let's do another sensing of it, a sensing of it, okay? So intuitively, is this the best thing for you right now, for your highest good, this vision that you have? What's your intuition you're sensing about what you want in your life? Is this for your highest good or is this somebody else's vision? Is this for your, I hit the desk, so that's that sound. What's, is this for your highest good? Just ask yourself that. What's your sense about it? If you got a heck yes, like I did, keep going. And if you got a no, then you want to find out, you want to just deep into that, like why, why are you having this vision? And why is there an intuitive feeling that it's not the best thing for you? And you just want to unpack it. You don't want to freak out like, oh my goodness, I got the wrong thing. You don't want to do that. You just want to unpack it and find more out. All right. So let's do empathic. Let's do feeling. So I'm going to do one part of empathic ability. Feel, see it. See yourself there in the vision. Breathe in this vision. So you're in the vision, you're actually breathing in this vision. How does your body feel? How does your physical body right now feel? Mine feels excited, joyful, peaceful. My heart feels open. My throat feels open. So that's a form of empathic ability for me. Empathic ability is very multi-layered. It's you could pick up physical pain. You could pick up, ooh, excuse me, emotional pain. You could pick up. Um, I I have empathic energy of walking into spaces. I can you can put me in a space I've never been before, and I could empathically tell you what that space holds, uh, feeling wise what has gone down in that space. So there's a lot of avenues we can travel down with that one. Okay, claircognizance, which I am going to uh, teach next week on the pod party. Pod party. Um, and like I said, I think that one's booked, but jump on the next one. So claircognizance is a very interesting gift. It is when you get downloads of information. It's different than clairaudience. Clairaudience is linear for me. It's like sentences. But claircognizance is I can see a second, a nanosecond of something and know the entire story. I can meet someone and talk to them for one second and know their entire story. It's downloads of information that you couldn't possibly, ver like if you, would, if you got a download and I was to try to explain to you in sentences the download, I wouldn't be able to. I'd be able to summarize it in sentences to you. But it's a download of information. So I want you to go into that vision. And I want you to breathe into your um, third chakra, which is above your navel, your fourth chakra, which is your heart, fifth chakra, your throat, your face is a chakra, for me it is, your third eye chakra, your crown chakra, and what do you know to be true about this vision that you have? What do you know to be true? 
answer that question for yourself. Just say, I know, I know to be true, blah, 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 blah. I know to be true. Just, it doesn't, it's not proper English, but whatever. I know to be true, blah, 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 blah. Just do that right now. So you may have struggled with that, but for me, it's, I know to be true that this is what I'm meant to have and more. I know to be true that it doesn't necessarily need to look like this, but the experience and the feeling I have of this is complete truth for me. So knowing to me is claircognizance, right? And when I know something, I just know it, emphatically know it. That is clear. That's a part of claircognizance. Okay. So now you just communicated with a vision that you have. And in my experience and what I teach, that is your guides giving you that information, whether you know your guides or not. Those are those very special beings that are with you that are helping you along the course, along your journey. I have a great class called Everyday Guided Living. If you want to go check that out, I believe you will be able to use the discount coupon for that class. So you can go check that out. It's a great way of uh, communicating with your guides. So now what I want to offer up to you is we play these little games with the Claire's. I want you to just pick one and work with it for the week. And don't worry about like, oh, but you didn't really explain it in detail. Don't worry about that. Why don't you just let your intuition guide you in it? Why don't you just let your inner awareness? You know, a lot of what I teach, some of it may be out there. I don't know. Because I, I decided like I, I studied with definitely some teachers in the beginning and read some books. And then I was like, there was some stuff that wasn't out there at all. When I was studying, there was nothing on clairaudience. Clairaudience, I found a paragraph about it. There was nothing on claircognizance. So I just went to my guides. I was like, just teach me because they're teaching guides because they knew I was going to be a teacher and teach this material. You can do it too. You don't need my guides to learn this stuff. You could just be like, I'm going to play with empathic ability. I'm going to play with feeling. It lives in your fourth chakra, your heart chakra. Just going to walk around, see how I feel. Now, the thing about that is a lot of empathic people don't want to do that because they take on people's pain and they don't know how to release it and it becomes too much for them. So you may want to do clairvoyancy. That's a great one to do. What do I see? What do I see every day? What do I see in my visions? What do I see when I close my eyes? What do I see the first thing when I wake up? You may think like, Marilyn, that's not clairvoyancy. I'd see the wall when I wake up. Oh, no. If you're paying an attention to it and it's your intention to grow your clairvoyancy, you're going to grow it. You need these psychic senses to speak to your guides, to speak to deceased loved ones, to speak to your soul. And did you notice that I married physical senses with that? What do you see behind your eyes? What do you hear in your physical world? It's all information. It's another way of communicating, and it's quite magical. Okay, so I went actually long with that, but I want to talk about business for a second, a real quick second. I'm starting to pivot pivot visit. So I need to visit. So I need to pivot my business because I'm recognizing that what I teach is really quite um, profound and magical and incredible. You might be like, wow, this girl's got a lot of ego. I really don't. I just stand in, I have some ego, but I stand in the truth of what I teach. And I really, I'm also seeing it from the students about what they're getting from it. I'm actually, actually humble about my programs. And I was listening to, um, Someone who works for me was talking to another guy about, um, we're talking about accountability and how to bring that more into our programs. And she was describing Soulfinder Academy because she went through it herself. And the way she described it, I was like, holy mackerel. 
like I channeled that class and I don't remember it. So the students will say to me, the community will say, oh, you know, when you did blah, blah, blah. I'm like, really? That's in there? Is that in the class? Are you sure? I remember Jennifer Solar, who's one of the coaches in there. She was teaching a piece and she did it for like 10 minutes or something. I can't remember. It was like three minutes uh, listening to sound. And I was like, Jennifer, that's really long. Did that come from the class? And she's like, yeah, that's what you taught. And I went, oh, okay, good. Thanks. I didn't know. So um, I got off on a tangent. So to be, to be honest with you, I'm really kind of, I'm starting to learn how to receive what these courses do for people because they're really channeled through me. But I'm starting to recognize, I want to teach you something if you're growing a business, that these courses teach people how to get comfortable in their messaging. Whatever you're choosing to do in your life, I want you to get really aligned with why you're doing it. Not the why of I'm going to heal a million people. That why is going to get exhausting in my opinion. I want you to get just like, it's because I feel like I want to do this. It's because it excites me. It, it makes me passionate. Like we're, I'm creating a next level program, next level living um, for people that have studied with me. And I've started putting it together and I'm super excited about putting it together. So if you're listening to this and you're in my programs or been in my programs and you're interested, email me at care at marilynaloria.com and I will respond to that. That's C-A-R-E at marilynaloria.com. But what I'm getting to you and what I want to teach you is you really want to be passionate about what you do. It doesn't mean you're not going to get exhausted. It doesn't mean that you're not going to hit a wall. It doesn't mean that you're not going to get scared. But the bottom line is, is that you're inspired by it or you're, you're excited to do it. And so what makes it easy for me, like with my work, the more I like sit with it and get aligned with it. And I'm like, I really love this. I love the profound changes people are having. It's easy to tell stories about it. It's easy to share. When I tell stories, it means like case studies or this person had this experience. It's not, um, it's not fictional. It's non-fictional stories and the truth about what happens in it. It's easy to talk about. It's easy to say to somebody, this is an incredible program. This is what it offers. Take it or leave it. It, you, it doesn't become sales pitchy. It's just easy to talk about. We are moving into a different way of being in our businesses. And if you're an entrepreneur or thinking about being one or a spiritual teacher, what has worked is shifting and it shifted big time. When COVID happened, we saw a spike in digital courses, right? And everybody's like, this is it. Oh my goodness. You know, this is why we've been entrepreneurs and working online and working in Zoom. And now look, everybody's scrambling to Zoom. And now we're seeing a shift and people need connection, whether they're online or not. And there's other pieces of that I'm not going to reveal just now, but I'm watching a lot of people that I have, um, that are my peers we're having these conversations and we're recognizing that what we used to do is evolving and shifting and we're actually turning our, our back to part of our business and it's really uncomfortable. But we recognize that we can't be any other way. So there, there's a point like I've just had like, I don't know, 700 people go through SaaS experience and that's like the introductory course to whether you want to do SFA. I have no desire to sell that class right now as the time that I'm recording this because that's going to shift and change. And the reason is, is because the course is changing. So I don't, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you want to get SFA? Let me know. You can't sell something you're not really feeling in, in charge by. It's not because the course isn't incredible. The course is amazing. It's just that it's shifting and changing for me right now. So I honestly respond to myself these days. I don't look at um, 
I have to do it this way or I have to do it that way. I take in the information, I educate myself, and then I decide what really works for me and doesn't work for me. And then I go from there. So I'm super excited because I, I got a piece of this. I'm like, oh, accountability and pods and the next tiny step and talking to this guy, great guy about it. And I'm like, oh, this is really exciting. Now I see why I paused a bit on SFA and now I'm getting ready to do SFA again. So I'm always clear about, um, I'm very into uh, talking, vibration, and language. So at the time of this recording, this is how I feel. But that's going to exponentially shift after this recording, after I'm done recording. So notice your language too. I am noticing my language. I can't leave somebody a message. If I say, sometimes something will come through the message and I'll be like, "Mm, delete, cancel, erase, get rid of that. I delete the message and I redo it. Because I'm very aware of my words, very aware of the vibration of my words, very aware that my insights create my life. So I offer that up to you. So let me go back to business second. because um, So I have this ability. I just did it with somebody who's a peer of mine. And she's pivoting and she was having lacking clarity around the pivot. And I was like, I, I feel like I can help you with this. Let's have a conversation. So I had an hour conversation with her. And was I'm very good at, and you can do this too. I'm not saying everything I share with you, I share in an invitation. If you like what I do and you're like, I can do that too. I am applauding you. I am never one of those teachers that comes out and says, I can do this. You can't. Uh Uh-uh. No frigging way. That's not me. I can't stand those frigging people. If you're like, wow, you know what she says she does? I do that too. Yeah. Own it, baby. Own it and run with it. So um, anyway, I do have this really incredible gift of multi-dimensional listening. And what that means is I listen with all my senses. And I noticed with her, like, I was like, oh, you separate your intelligence from your emotions. Because I I didn't tell her that right off the bat. Instead, I said, I was asking her questions. And I said, tell me what you love. And then she told me what she loved. And I said, tell me what you love in your life. What are three things you love in your life? And everything came around and summarized at the end. And I want you to do this with your own business. You don't separate business from life. They go together. So at the very end, she was like, wow, thank you. This was so cleary. And it also validated what she already knew. And I'm not going to get into her story because I don't have her permission, even though you don't know who this person is. I love doing that. I love teaching people how to stand in the power of what they have to offer. And I feel Soul Finder Academy does that. And then this next level program that I'm creating is definitely going to teach people how to channel at a, at a whole other level and do that. Because in, no matter who you are in this world, I'm a very practical minded person whether you're selling um, automotive parts and that's your business or you are selling healing, you have to be aligned with your business and what it is that you do. Now, some people may have fallen into a business and they may realize they don't like to do it, but it doesn't mean you have to throw the baby with the bathwater. There might be an aspect of that business. You might recognize like I sell automotive parts. I don't really love that part, but I love the customer relation. I'm going to teach other automotive part people, owners of businesses, how to do great customer relations. There's always information. There's always something you can do. So you don't have to feel like if some of you are in a business right now and you're like, I'm feeling kind of dull about it. There might be truth there. There might have to be a pivot, a change, a transition, a new job. But fall in love with what you do love to do to make that transition easier. 
And then there might be something in that falling in love that you're like, I just found something else. Don't focus on what you hate. Find what you love. Jennifer McLean talks about that. And I have to give her credit. Um, she talks about like at the bridge job, loving what you do while you're in the bridge job, because it makes it so much easier to experience the bridge job is the thing that we're doing to pay the bills while we're cultivating our crafts or building our crafts. Or it was like I was bookkeeping when I was learning tarot and learning certain things and opening up to this whole world. And it paid the bills to do that. So it was great. So I, I made sure I had great clients, which I did. So find what you love and add accelerant to it and accelerate it and continue to do it. Find the things that you love in your life and don't separate them from the business if you're creating a business. Add them in. I feel so blessed to be able to teach what I teach because everything is information. So in my programs, especially in my paid communities because they're trusted communities, so they'll get a little bit more of my vulnerability, a little bit more of my stories, a little bit more of my revealing of what I'm going through because I trust them. We're in a community together. And I will go in there and share life stories with them from a place of learning and teaching. I do that with you guys too on the podcast, but I definitely do it a little bit more with them because I know them. I know that they hold an incredible space for me and I hold an incredible space for them. So I feel so blessed that I get to use all of my life experiences to teach people how to accelerate their life. Find what you love and do it. Find what you love and do it. So this is the last piece of business advice I'm going to give. And I'm going to warn you now, it's an opinion. I'm going to warn you now, it's a soapbox. I cannot stand these people out there that there are people out there that consider themselves, um, they're spiritually based people that are teaching marketing and they don't know their ass from their elbow. And not all of them are like this, but I find that a lot of people, if they can't ground the practical, you need practical tools when you're running a business. If they can't ground the practical, you're going to have a hard time getting your business off the ground. So when I was out there, and I've shared this before, and I'm going to share it again, when I was out there looking for someone to help me, I knew that my business needed the accelerant, needed the next level. And I was hitting a wall because I didn't, wasn't educated. I was learning about things. I, but I was like, hmm, I, I don't know how to do this. You know, you know that feeling, right? You're like overwhelmed by the technology and overwhelmed by the conversations out there and overwhelmed by do this, do that. And you're like, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to go hide. And I was like, no, I, I've got to learn how to do this. I've got to learn how to do this. And so I asked a friend who was hooked in doing better than me. And I said, I need to find somebody to teach me about marketing and stuff. And he hooked me up with a couple of people and I got on the phone with them, different people. And I was asking them questions and they would give me a lot of airy fairy shit. And I was like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But I didn't say that to them. And I got, and I sat with my guides. And I said, I need this. I need to grow this part of my business. But these people I'm meeting are like, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. And my guide said, go to real marketers. And I knew what they meant by that. People ask me how to define that. And they started putting people in my face that were these marketing people 
that didn't necessarily do anything spiritual. They didn't work with spiritual people. They just understood funnels and uh, marketing and messaging and uh, uh, social media, how to use social media and how to put systems in place so your business runs smoothly and all sorts of things that you need to run a business, any type of business. And these people just started, of course, you know, I, Spirit told me what I needed. And I said, yeah, I'll do that. That sounds great. And then all of a sudden I um, was getting introduced to these types of people. And I started taking their classes. And I was like the first psychic medium in the room with hundreds of people. So I was like the sore thumb, a mouthy sore thumb, may I add. I'm definitely not quiet. Wasn't always loved by everyone, but that's okay. I have that gift where I can tell what people think, you know, in a good way. Like I'm like, hmm, hmm. Anyway, I'm not going to go down that road right now. And uh, I learned so much. I learned so much and it was so great. And then I started applying it to my business and my business grew and it expanded and I got clearer. And then, then you get tripped up. Then you're like, well, you got to do A, B, and C. And if you don't do A, B, and C, you you're not going to have D, Z, D, E, and F. And this person's having this results and you're not having those results. And why are you have? And then I had to get out of that friggin' noise. And I got really strong in my point of view. Yeah, I don't need to do A, B, and C because I'm not running a business like A, B, and C. And I don't care about A, B, and C. I'm going to do G, H, and I. Yeah, that feels good. So it got me to discern what was important to me and what wasn't. So for those of you who are looking to grow a business and create a business, I suggest that you start from the inside out. What is the business that you want? Not what you're seeing out there. It's good to look at what's out there. It can be very educational what's out there. Oh, this is this person's lead magnet. That's the thing you opt into, that freebie to get on someone's list. Oh, this person is offering readings for this much money. Oh, okay. That seems to be the going rate. You can do stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with that. But get clear with yourself, align with your soul and grow your business from that place. Because let me tell you something else. Let's talk about branding. You're going to want to bring all that you love into your brand. That's going to make it an exciting business. All that you love, all that you've learned is going to go into a business. I find that like, so, I'm te- so I have four coaches in Soul Finder Academy. So they get to coach with me once a month and I teach them things about my business. And uh, that's what I usually start out the conversation with. And then they each get a hot seat and we talk about whatever they want to talk about. And then I just go into coaching with them. And um, I love it because I love like when we get into the business aspect, I'm able to share all the experiences I have with studying with people and my own running my own business and growing my own business. And then I'm able to make it uh, relatable to them. They're great. It's nothing about them, but I'm, I relate it to people that are running spiritual businesses from a very practical place. That's a Mary Fairy shit. So Align your business with your soul, grow it, educate yourself, get clear, don't compare. Let me talk to you about a comparison rabbit hole. I went down for a friggin' second. I don't do comparison anymore. I've gotten rid of that. Comparison energy is when you see um, somebody who's doing something similar as you and they're doing it really well and you feel like, oh, I can't do it or you get jealous or envious or whatever happens, right? 
So I don't do that anymore. I don't even pay attention. And I've shared this before. I've gotten really, really good at not comparing myself to other people. And how did, what do I do by that? Really, I just gauge based on where I'm at and what I need and what's my truth. And I just always bring it home to my own truth. So that could help you with comparison energy. But this weekend, this past weekend, um, at the time I'm recording this, <clears throat> I'll explain that and I'll do a whole time thing and a language thing down the line. But I was, I was uh, mapping out this next level program and I started doing some research on typical and programs out there that are around this time frame, you know, a year time frame and offering up this many calls. And you want to do research like that. It's really good to do that research. What's the price point? What are people offering for that price point? Uh, what is their track record? What does their product page say? So I was doing a little bit of that and somebody came across my arena, my air. I think I looked them up uh, and I know them. And um, I, I, I feel a lot of what this person puts out goes against my belief systems in the sense of, um, I'm going to say he sells in a way that is believe buy my you need to buy my stuff because if you don't you're not going to survive it's like that kind of energy and i don't i don't fucking buy that shit i don't like it so i was looking at it and i'm like wow they're doing incredibly well they're wow they went to a whole other level within a year less than you know whatever it doesn't matter I'm trying to be careful about what i say as to not reveal and uh I just, I got a little envious. I did. I went down this little rabbit hole and I was like, oh my goodness, how, why, how do people buy that shit? It's like the freaking Kool-Aid. And so I, I left a message for somebody, um, who's a peer that we're sharing information with each other. And then I got over it within like less than 12 hours that night. I went to bed. Um, I woke up in the morning and I journaled about it. And then I just got catapulted. I was like, good for them. Good for her. Good for them. Good for him. And then it was like, it was a catalyst to inspire me to do what I need to do. So it was like comparison energy be the catalyst to where you want to go. It's my friend Jessica who listens to this uh, podcast. She said it to me a while ago. She, a long time ago. She said, what you're comparing yourself with them is what you have inside of you that you need to light up. And she I got reminded of that. So thank you, Jessica. Got reminded of that during this. And I was like, yeah, you know, good for them. And I really neutralized. And I don't care. I don't really agree with the method of teaching, but who cares? It works for her. It works to her. I tried to make it a him. I tried to disguise it. But it works for her. Works for her audience. People are getting results. Good. 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 Congratulations. And I say that with all honesty. And now I'm just ready to do my thing. So it's such a good moment. So if comparison energy comes up, everybody thank Jessica. It's because there's something in you that you need to turn on inside yourself and turn that on and thank that person for revealing that little, they, they actually shone a light onto your darkness inside of you. And now you're shining that light in yourself. You're going to turn it on. All right. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, thank you so much. I know I keep promising the dead ex-boyfriend episode, but I have to be in a certain state of mind to do that episode. Uh, please rate. <laughs> I was listening to a, um, a podcast and, um, she's like, rate, review, and subscribe. Rate if you're going to give a five-star review. 
don't rate if you're not. And um, she said, and for those of you, because they've been complaining about her voice and stuff, it's very funny. She's like, and don't leave a nasty review about my voice because it's just nasty and mean. Just move on and don't listen to me. And I was like, oh my goodness, you go girl. Um, so rate, review, subscribe, share. And if you don't want to give anything but a five or four star review, I'm going to say five, then move on. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, I would love for you to do that. And I'd love for you to join my pod party, marilynalauria.com forward slash party, marilynalauria.com forward slash party. And I look forward to seeing you on that. That's a very intimate experience where I get to know you and I look forward to it. Thank you so much and have a great day or evening whenever you're listening to this. And who can it be now? I don't know. I love that I picked the title of this podcast because we're going to start doing more interviews with business people. There's going to be, I'm going to be bringing new things onto this podcast. And um, I love that it's who can it be now because who the heck knows? I don't fucking know. Do you? Have a great day or night.